the number one emotion that fans are looking for is belongingness. Hi, welcome to the Halftime Snacks. My name is Ronena Inbinde. This show features the stories of talented people working in sports. Are you ready? Let's go! Today for the Halftime Snacks is a sports tech enthusiast and a thriving entrepreneur. Coming to the show all the way from Budapest is a marketing specialist who is creating new marketing and business opportunities for sports organizations by bringing IT solutions to sports events organizers. He's the CEO and founder of CU, a fan engagement platform that allows sports teams to collect fan data and instantly distribute user-generated content on their existing platforms. Our guest area of expertise lies in the intersection between marketing, sports, and technology. It is an honor and a pleasure to host him in the Halftime Snacks. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Vecchi. Hi, Ronan, thank you for having me. Tom, it's great to meet you and to host you on the Halftime Snacks. I wanna ask you a question that may sound deep, but I want you to give us a one to three minute answer and I, I want to know when you look forward to what you aim to achieve in the decades to come, what do you want your eventual Wikipedia to say and why? Yeah, coming from sports and technology background, obviously I figured the most value I can deliver to the world is this field. And I decided to dedicate the first part of my life to this and bring happiness to the fans all around the world and tremendous value to the clubs who we could work with and probably, you know, moving on from this one, still, you know, having a foot in sport, but trying to achieve different fields, different goals, you know, in life, I would move on to renewable energy. If the world let me to do that, that would be great, you know, if we could contribute or I could contribute personally in um, finding a, a new way of harvesting renewable energy and uh, help millions, if not billions of people to, to improve their lives, thanks to that. What were three to five key moments in your life that drove you into building CU? I mean, you can only connect the dots looking back. You can never know how the dots are going to connect in the future. So now today, uh, December 2020, how do you look back and, and see the things that connected in the past three to five key moments that drove you into building CU. Yeah, you are that right about that when you have to find define these moments in your past. You can only do that looking back. And um, yeah, one would be, I think, falling in love with football and start to play football and, and dedicating and uh, a lot to that and becoming a, an underage national team player and trying to, you know, become, you know, a professional. But life obviously had uh, different ideas and plans with me. So that was the first one, you know, that gave me the, the crazy love to sport that I have to any kind of sport and, and uh, what sportsmen and women represent in our society, you know, and how many people look up to them. The second one would be buying my first Wired magazine in the UK. I, I opened up towards uh, technology and, and I've always been a creative guy and always uh, been a problem solver. And um, 
I think the third, the third one would be, you know, which helped us to get to see you and even have the idea of, of creating something that involves sports and IT. It was the recognition of that. Now I don't have to use the existing tools to solve a problem, an issue that, for example, the sports industry has. I can come up with one and create it with the help of IT and technology and programming. So I think those three key moments have us to get to here where we are today. That's fascinating, Tom. I want to know about more specifically about the technology that you guys use in CU. What types of technology are you leveraging in the IT department to connect sports fans and brands together? Most of the technology that we use was already existing and, and is out there. But the way how we align them in a way how it could work very smooth and reliable and deliver the right result to everybody who's expecting from it, be it the club, be it the fan, be it the sponsoring brand. It's that, that unique to see you. And uh, we also, you know, I would say going for, forward, we are using um, like really cutting edge uh, photo recognition softwares to make sure that the, the content is, is uh, moderated that we deliver to the public surfaces. We have to make sure protecting the brands, protecting the clubs, protecting ourselves. And obviously, you know, that goes without saying that should not be put out there, you know, that shouldn't be out there. So what we do, we use a, an AI assisted vetting programming that we created. And I think we are on the forefront of that. So if I have to highlight only one of the technologies that we use. That sounds super interesting, Tom. Of course, you're the founder and the CEO of the company, but I want to know When, when it just started and you saw that the new clients started to arrive and probably more money started to arrive as well, the company started to grow. How did you recruit it and attract talent? What was the, the hiring process? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, going through different phases of the company. Now we are a two-year-old company so um, we, and we grew a lot. And, and we have like 17 of us working together in this project. Like, Little less than two years ago, there was there were three of us, you know, in, in the fund the funding team, and uh, obviously I'm I'm like to pride myself in that I'm a guy who is trying to think ahead and walking through life with open eyes. So whenever at the beginning I saw, and it's still you know today you know it would apply I guess, if I see a talented individual out there who has the ambitions and and the right knowledge to add to our our goal and our project then then I would I would suggest you know I, he or she comes to work with us and and see you know how, how it is for her or him but I think the one key aspect would be loving sport that that could you know there are some long hours there are some um, fallbacks in a startup's life and um, you need that you need that persistence you know that you would need on the on the sports field in here as well. So I think the love of sport that is that is key, you know, when I'm hiring somebody. I can sense your passion towards sports and I I guess that you wouldn't really get you, you get you wouldn't get along with someone that isn't as passionate as you. So I feel like that's the reason why you that's what you, the characteristic that you look for in people and I appreciate that Tom. That's fantastic. I want to ask you now about a little bit about the product Of, of CU and the product development. What's the roadmap? How do you see a few steps ahead the, the product development of CU in the next 
two three years if we talk about CU there are different fields but first just to see what we do and how we do what's the user journey we basically allow fans everywhere in the world to take photos add motivating messages to them and post them in real time to all digital channels in their favorite steam stadium be it the perimeter led boards the giant screens and social media platforms of their own or the clubs this is a process which sounds very easy but you know there are different steps to take throughout it so I would say for the user experience we are planning to to enhance to not only being able to write their own message probably you know just of their selfies with different images and and all AR technology would be implemented in the next year for sure and uh, slowly moving on to video but for the video we would like to introduce a new platform in the stadiums and uh, from the other point of view when it comes to uh, displaying the content you know there are these companies working with their own softwares for the perimeter led displaying uh, system so we already doing good and delivering the pixel perfect content for them which they can basically pull in immediately whenever you know they are willing to do that or it's set with the club when to display the fan selfies but we would like to make sure it could be automatized so they have to develop in that sense as well to connect with our cloud-based platform immediately. So it would be smooth and you don't need any human intervening to display the contents. It would be preset maybe days or weeks before the match and we would just fill that slot on the LED boards with the fan selfies who were just sending it like a few seconds before that. So these these are the goals that we have to we have to achieve for just the two main ones, but there are many, many more. As I said, I need more time for that to explain. <laughs> yeah, one thing I love about your your mindset is that it really sounds like you are the new generation of up and coming founders because you're already thinking. I think you have the the millennial chip that basically is thinking about how to automate things, how to make things more more smooth, how to ease the process of which technology can be used and most of the directors and founders and owners of sports companies today are already in the old mindset where they think that more people will do more job more money probably will mean more uh, opportunities but you're i like that you're really thinking in a different mindset and i want to switch over a little bit since you've worked a lot with data and especially like fans and you learned about people. So I want to know if there's any lessons that you learned through CU about human psychology, let's say fans, motives, interests, what uh, they want, what they need. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about that? Um, that's, that's a great question because our solution is not just only about delivering this content to the uh, digital platforms of the stadium is also analyzing this content not only from vetting purposes that but uh, also for uh, the purpose of market intelligence that we can provide our partners with so they can learn about their target market in asia in africa in south america and learn what is the best product or best way of communicating with them what i learned so far from this kind of data is that the number one emotion that fans are looking for is belongingness so this is what we can give them on a on a global scale because i see them coming together in groups and taking photos in groups like 72% of photos coming through our system are family photos or friends together and um, 
this is something that, that we have to look at when, when it comes to uh, sport itself, the power of sport to unite people and bring together people and bridge differences. For example, you know, if there is a guy who is a supporter of this political party and there is another guy who is a supporter of that political party, but at the weekend they meet at the match wearing the same jersey, they put that aside and enjoying the, the sports entertainment together and rooting for their own team. Imagine this. This is a local example of it. Imagine this on a global scale. When you have a guy cheering for Man United from uh, South Korea, taking a selfie in a Man United jersey and posting it through our solution for the players to see. And there's another guy in South America. And then they see each other, you know, in the joint uh, album of the club, proudly presenting them like, look, these are the guys who are supporting us from millions of miles away. And then they hit off and have a conversation and, and you know, friendship starts and kindle. And it's just, I think it is, it is a great power of our solution. And, and we are trying to... Um, enhance that, the satisfying, that belongingness of the fans that they have on every kind of scale. That's super, super interesting. I never thought about it that way, but it makes total sense. I feel like even, even deeper, you're building relationships. It might be interesting looking that into a little bit more, but I want to ask you about your organization and the culture of your organization. It takes a lot, and I've heard, heard this from founders and I've heard this from directors. It takes a lot of effort to actually set up a culture in your organization, set up the values, you know, have a system that promotes these values on a daily basis, especially now with Corona that you can't really meet with everyone. And it, it is actually harder to set up an, a culture. I want to know how you do it or what's uh, what has been the most challenging part of setting your organizational culture what's your perspective on it how you how you approach building culture tell us a little bit about that first of all you know let's say you have to identify these these uh, cornerstones of the culture that you are building that you are you know the, the what you are standing for as a person and what your company would like you to to spend the stand for and um, finding the right people who would fit into that mindset and would represent that cause that the company have, you have, uh, on the right way. And uh, some of them would have the openness, some of them would not. It is like when, um, I would, if I have to give you a metaphor, when a coach trying to set up a team and it's end of the season and have to, you know, sign new players, they are not only looking at it on a way like, okay, he is a good right winger and he, I don't know, had 52 assists last season and scored 20 goals. They would, they would look at that, how would they fit in with the team, how the chemistry would go, and how would they stand for the, the values that they are representing as a team. And I think we have to look at the same thing here. And what we are trying to communicate at CU, it's the, it's the helping of the fans. So we are here to help, we are here to assist. It's not about us, it's about providing the fans with a tool to become part of the match days and have that, have that connection with the players, with the club and giving a chance to the club to recognize that. And the unity is, is part of our motto as well because see you together for victory and that's all. I think everybody at, at my company uh, aware of that. This is our motto. And uh, even in, when they are working just today, like today, 
they are helping each other out no matter you know this is my field or your field you know what they are working there no they're just helping to each other i think that's key the fan is always right let me say that again the fan is always right you know how they say the customer is always right well no in your case the fan is always right so customer centric and i love that passionate about sports and i also love that it seems like cu is very focused on the experience and of course you mentioned the belongingness of the fans and you're basically dealing with uh, human psychology because sports is really a place where emotion and psychology and feelings come to play so i feel like you have that approach in that you want to help fans have the best of the experiences and i love that Tom, that's fantastic. But, you know, since we're running out of time and I want to know a little bit more about your spirit and you're, your, your, of course, a great guy and in an in a, in a awesome entrepreneur, I want to ask you a more personal question. And that has to do with how you think about uh, the world. What's your, what's your mission in this world? What's your purpose? If the question goes like this, if you could have a billboard that would be seen by millions of people, let's say fans, because you're really passionate about fans and about sports. Let's say millions of fans will look at the at, at the billboard put by you and anywhere in the world that you want. What would you write on it and why? Um, don't advertise on billboards. Advertise with CU. <laughs> no, joking aside, joking aside. <laughs> Yeah, it, it probably would be um, believe in yourself. I think it's very important for, for many people in the world because sometimes society and our immediate uh, environment could knock us down and doubt ourselves and doubt things that we can achieve in life. I would say if you don't believe in yourself, how you expect the world to believe in you and what you are standing for? So I would try to, to communicate that to the world and even you know you and me talking here and hopefully we're going to reach a few guys and girls out there who are on the fence of thinking of let's start my own business or let's not or maybe I'm not good enough and only if we inspire them with our conversation today that's a goal itself I'm trying to not only focus on building a kick-ass company with, with a great solution that delivers huge value not only for fans, but for clubs as well. Uh, I'm also focusing on being an example, just to show some people who doubt themselves, listen, if he could done it, I can do it as well. And I'm no different than anybody else. Uh, I put in the work and, you know, hard work always pays its dividends. This is it, you know, I would say, believe in yourself. Wow, that's uh, really inspiring, Tom. I really appreciate that. I want to thank you so much for your time, your insight, your kindness. You're a great guy and I'm sure there's going to be a lots of great things coming for you and see you uh, for both of you in the future. And I can't wait to see what comes out of, uh, of see you in the future. Uh, but for now, thank you so much for coming to the show and snacking with me, Tom. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. It was, it was great. Before you leave, I want to thank you for listening. 
To hear these or any other halftime snack, check out the full archive on my website, which you can find on the show notes. See you next week!